0: Hello and welcome to another incredible episode of My Violet Tendencies with me, Marvelous Matt Nix. And I'm back, and I'm back, and I'm bringing the goods. Um, this week's episode is actually the audio from another podcast that, uh, that I was on. as uh, my good friend Jeremy Zaha, cousin Jeremy to, uh, to some, and uh, he has a podcast called What Do You Like? Uh, the What Do You Like podcast and uh i really love this idea it's a very simple concept for for a podcast um the, this is just as the description says on his website um with this podcast i'm trying to learn about people's passions and hobbies what led them to it what keeps them connected and how does it influence their lives this podcast is for anyone interested in learning about uh the experiences of fellow human beings and uh you know, I kind of was like, oh, when he asked me to do it, I was like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm I'm totally down. I, absolutely. I would love to help you out. And uh, I kind of felt like everybody would, would kind of just assume that I was going to talk about, like, wrestling. Like, I love wrestling and I'm passionate about wrestling. But, uh, but I am also passionate about other things as well. Uh, one of them being the concept... And just existence of uh, extraterrestri- extraterrestrial aliens, and um, that's kind of what we sit down and we talk about. And uh, it's kind of like a weird, uh, it's a very weird conversation. I uh, I was talking to some of my coworkers about it, and I'm just like, man, I literally like think I just sound like an insane person at some points during this. But um, but it's fun to talk about, dude. It's fun to you know to speculate to to kind of figure out like what, like these secrets of the universe, you know, everything, everybody wants to know the answer to them. But, uh, you know, so that's, that's, that's basically what we talk about and it gets a little weird at the end, but I think it'll be fun. It's, uh, you know, we're in October now, spooky season as, uh, as the white people like to say. Um, this is kind of spooky stuff. Like aliens are kind of spooky. Um, I do have a lot of other fun, spooky ideas uh, for the rest of this month to post, um, but those will be announced at a later date. Um, but without further ado, uh, please check this out. If you want to check this out, make sure you check out his other uh, episodes as well. There's some really, really interesting ones. People like um, people who just uh, was this person uh, yeah just check it out I'm trying to find the information as I'm recording this because I'm a professional but uh, just go to whatdoyoulikepodcast.com and uh, get all the stuff that you need to know there but uh, check it out let's talk about aliens bye hey everyone this is Marvelous Matt Nix and I like aliens
1: Welcome to What Do You Like, the podcast where we get to know a person through their passions and hobbies. Today, we are very lucky to have marvelous Matt Nix joining us, professional wrestling superstar, owner of Freelance Wrestling, the premier wrestling company in Chicago, and maybe the world. I mean, we'll see. Once this pandemic's over, I think there's going to be some some big expansion plans, I'm sure. I'm sure you're taking down uh, WWE soon.
0: We're coming for them.
1: <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about. Wrestling's <laughs> fun, but there's a billion wrestling podcasts. You've probably heard uh, Matt Nix on them. But we're here for a very important topic, and a topic that um, some might say would be out of this world. Ooh. And that is aliens. Aliens. <laughs> and not, not the movie, not the sequel to the hit movie Alien. We're talking about the, the living creatures that could be among us, or are at least out in the world, or out in the, the universe. Oh,
0: well, I, think, I think they're here. They're definitely here.
1: Well, we're going to get to the bottom of this today.
0: <laughs>
1: so, really quickly, just to start this conversation off, obviously aliens are a big part of your, your life. Obviously, they've influenced you where did this kind of interest in aliens and extraterrestrials start?
0: Um, I mean, it's always been like something that I've been interested in. I mean, this, the whole space in general has always been like a really big interest of me ever since I was really little. I was, I always tell my mom, I was like, man, if I didn't ever discover wrestling, I might've been, uh, become an astronaut. (laughs) And then she gets mad at me. It's just like, well, you know, like you could have done that instead. And, she jokes, but, um, but no, like I've always like just, you know, whether it be like watching movies or just, I mean, it's probably, I mean, nobody can probably remember back looking back when they were a child and just like looking up at the sky for the first time and like seeing stars and just, and just looking at that and being like, wow, like I, I, I do remember when I was really young, uh, we would go to Florida to visit family all the time. And sometimes we would drive. And a lot of times when you're outside of a big city, you know, when you're living in a big city, you don't really get to see and kind of take in the full effect of, of the night sky because of like, you know, light pollution and that stuff. But, uh, but being on the road and like, you know, driving to Florida. And I remember one time we were stopping in the middle of the night and just like looking up at the sky and, and just being like, whoa, like these are real star. These are, these are stars because you don't see that stuff back in, back in Chicago. And, you know, it's always just been something that, like, I, I, you know, you, I want to learn more about. And I, I had so many space like books, books about the planets and stuff. And as, it's like I said about my mama before; she thought I was going to be like a genius because of all these like books that I was reading as a kid, that just learning about like stars and and stuff like that. But it's funny because, like, when I was really little, I was like afraid of aliens, uh, specifically ET. Uh, that movie like like terrified me as a kid <laughs>
1: of all aliens et was the one that scared you
0: yeah like he it, i don't know what it was i think it's just because he looked so like real in the movie like he looked it was like a puppet or like a car, like a yeah. like an actual like prop as opposed to like cg and yeah like and it's funny because he's not like he's not even scary in the movie like the movie's not scary it's just I would have like nightmares about it, and like I remember uh, at Universal Studios in Florida, we went on the, the the ET ride, and I was just like I was probably like four or five years old, and I just remember like walking through. If anybody's ever been on that ride, like the whole line getting into it is like just like in the forest kind of, and it's dark, and uh, there's just it's like scary. It's as a kid, I was like standing there with my thumbs over my eyes and my hands covering my ears, and just like I didn't want to see anything. And it's just funny to think that, like, you know, the rest of my life, you know, as I got older, uh, not being afraid of aliens, but more more so wanting to learn more about them.
1: Sure. And I, I can absolutely agree with the E.T. ride at Universal. I was absolutely terrified of it as well. It's spooky. Jaws, not at all.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I miss the Jaws
1: ride. Yeah, Jaws was always fun, but, like, I don't know. And it it wasn't, like it was never like intentionally scary. I think the biggest thing is like when you're like on the bike and you're just like flying over. Oh yeah. You're like in with like a, from whatever, again, I'm, this is many years ago. I'm quite old at this point. There's like, just a little seatbelt. Oh yeah. And it just didn't seem, yeah. It just didn't seem safe. And I was like, this is not going to end well on top of the fact that you're dealing with aliens. So yeah.
0: (laughs) But, uh, but no, like it, it, like I guess my my obsession I would even say of with aliens and stuff is just like i mean there's so mu- there's so much stuff about like our planet that we just like i guess like we we just kind of accept as like being like fact, and I always kind of say like like I, I have these conversations with people at work all the time, uh probably more times than they want, but just like saying like oh like we like science says you know this or like you know, the earth is this, this, you know, this many years old or just like things that we accept as scientific fact, but like you look back in his throughout history, there's so much stuff that they were like, Oh yeah, this is how it is. And then we realized, no, 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 that's very wrong. Like, like most things, you know, we, we learn, we have, we learn more information, but like I look back and, and a lot of people like kind of scoff at the idea of, of me mentioning like, uh, the show ancient aliens because they're like oh it's just like some bullshit show that that's on you know history channel it's not real it's just entertainment but a lot of the stuff that they talk to talk about on there that i'm like if if somebody came out and said like if scientists were like oh yeah like by the way all the stuff that they talk about like you know the idea that like that human that human you know civilization was um created like engineered by you know extraterrestrials that came down and they were kind of like, Oh, look at these like monkey people. Like, I wonder if we like mess with their genes a little bit and like kind of help them and, and t- teach them how to use tools and teach them technology. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily be like, Oh, that's bullshit. Like, I'd be like, Oh, I, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. There's, there's so many missing pieces of like our own history that we, we're just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's literally like the missing link is what they, like a lot of people refer back to. and. I mean, I don't know. It, it could be aliens. I know that they they talk about like, and not to go straight down the rabbit hole. Now, uh, there's like <laughs> like people that talk about like this race of alien called the Anunnaki that like came here and like specifically uh, altered the the genetic code of like you know the Homo erectus or whatever was before us and uh, caused us to, to evolve like like a um, Cause us to evolve like at a quicker rate than we normally would have uh specifically to uh mine gold on the earth because they needed it for their their home planet, and that's like a whole thing though <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I mean obviously this shows like this is definitely something you're interested in you you know a lot about it, and I think it really uh i mean some people might scoff at like oh there's there's no proof or anything but you bring up a really good point. Like science is is a study that is never done learning, mm-hmm. so you never know like what they will find, and and I'm pretty sure you will won't find very many scientists that say I'm absolutely certain about this. I think that's the scientific method is to question everything. Yeah, um, and I accept. But the the one other thing is they don't accept anything until there's evidence. So I think it's it's a it's a good idea to like always be searching for that evidence, and I think that's. I'll say the more rational people that look at alien and alien information, that's what they're, they're looking for. And I feel like you're definitely in that, that realm. Like you're not going to just believe anything, but you're definitely open to the idea. And like, like you said, if a scientist came and said, yep, this is, this is how it is. You're like, okay. I mean, obviously there's been evidence and obviously, but I also wonder if there's more of a, uh, how do I say this? Less about like, finding the the scientific fact but more the like the almost magic of it
0: yeah i mean like i always i always kind of bring this up too when i when i discuss about like when people are like oh there's no way that's real like how could that be real and i'm like okay i'm not saying that i like a thousand percent believe that that is factual truth but i'm also not saying that it isn't and if you look back you know like you think about like the the aztecs and in mexico um, you know, uh, in ancient India, I mean, there's there's writings in in ancient Indian texts in the Bhagavad Gita uh, that kind of references like, you know, nuclear war even like around that time. And this is like, you know, thousands of years ago and like not that, not really that long ago, but a lot of these like ancient like civilizations have like very similar stories or like legends. Of like, oh, the gods came down on their like flaming chariot, and they they bestowed upon us like good fortune and like, and technology and like and and they worship these these things as gods. And like, is it really that far fetched to kind of think of like, what if humans were just kind of like doing their own thing, living living life, and like this alien just comes down in his in his ship and. To them, not really knowing how to comprehend that information, they're kind of just like, "Oh, that that that's God. That that is our God because he's coming down from the sky. He's flying. He looks different from us." And they just they they started worshiping them as gods. Even like the ancient Egyptians too. I mean, that's kind of like a very popular theory is that like that or for people that believe that that like a lot of the ancient uh, Egyptians or even like the 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 pharaohs were actually like extraterrestrials that were, that kind of came here and like started to like they not not like enslave humanity for like you know whatever purposes but more so is like mining minerals from this planet and that's kind of like what a lot of people a lot of theorists will believe is that that these aliens come here to you know take a lot of our minerals from from our planet
1: that just really brings up i don't know if you've ever watched this there's a cartoon called Steven Universe
0: I've seen that I've I've I'm familiar with it I've never watched it though
1: oh man it is probably one of my favorite cartoons but the whole basis of it is there are these gem creatures they're like they are creatures that can physically manifest from gems Mm -hmm. and they historically have traveled across the universe to take over planets Oh, to to mine minerals from them to take them back to what they call as home world. And now that I think about it is like that might be that the basis of that show might come from the uh, what people believe were kind of the the role of ancient aliens.
0: Yeah, it definitely it definitely sounds like it could have drawn inspiration from that.
1: But so I really want to kind of dive more into Kind of what really, because po- I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies out there. There's a lot of fringe topics in science that are always very interesting. And then also you can go into just other forms of uh, stories, other forms of science. What really drew you to extraterrestrials? Was it just your, your youth interest in the, the outer space? Was it, is there something else that might have also dra- drawn you towards that like it was in your personality
0: um i mean i I think it also mostly it, it has to do with like the mystery of it all and the idea that like this is something that you know the the existence of of extraterrestrials or their presence on on earth you know whether or not they have you know whether or not you believe that or not uh is like you know if our government knew or knows and like a is keeping it from us or B, you know working with these aliens and you know developing technology i mean if you look at like the the if you i mean if you really look at it throughout history from like the 1800s and like early 1900s to like up until honestly up until about like when the roswell crash happened in like the 20s or 30s human technology like or just the way we lived our lives was was not really changing that much like we were kind of like still in that like industrial age of of like running on on coal or or you know steam powered or anything like that but like if you look at the way technology has progressed since the 20s and 30s even like from like the the 70s and beyond like i feel like there was such a technology boom, even like specifically like the, the, in the early nineties when like the internet came about and everything, like there's just so, like a real quick influx of, of technology that a lot of people sometimes speculate is, Hmm, maybe we found like we, we reverse engineered technology from these ships uh, that we found. And that's kind of how we were able to, to, you know, have, S- smartphones or like Bluetooth and, and all this crazy shit that we have nowadays that like, if you, t- we talk to somebody like 20, you know, 30, 40 years ago, they would be like, well, this is like science fiction. I-, I don't believe that that would even be possible that what we're doing right now, talking to each other on, on a computer, you know, it's, it's, you know, who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think that really, that, that kind of drives down into the, the, like you said, the mystery, like it's not something that we can prove right now. So I wonder, like, is that? Are you the type of person that, if you have a question, do you go directly to your phone and Google it, or do you think about it for a while, try to, like, marinate in it?
0: Like a question, as in like something like specific or something more philosophical. Either one. For something that like is is like more of a concrete answer, I would I would definitely like Google it. But if it's something more philosophical or like something based in theory. I definitely love having conversations with people and kind of being like, Hey, this is something that I'm thinking about. I don't, I'm not saying I believe it and I'm not saying I don't believe it, but what do you think? And, and, and my thing is, is like, I, uh, and I know a lot of people will agree is that like question everything, like don't ever take every anything for like certain fact, like specifically like nowadays with like the way this co- the COVID information is kind of being skewed a little bit by our fucking president. You can't really like trust anything like that you're seeing a hundred percent at least. But it's like it, it's always been, spe- like so specifically with like aliens or anything paranormal or like you know, l- uh, I'm very interested in like cryptozoology as well, and a lot of these like legends or myths about like creatures that you know that live on earth and that it's like oh like so, so you know i saw a sasquatch i saw a sasquatch but like we haven't been able to find the sasquatch in, in forever it's just like i like the idea that there are things out there that people will a 100% tell you that they saw this thing or they they know this thing exists but we have absolutely no proof but we also don't have proof that it doesn't exist because there's so many like things that, that are like like clues, almost clues like to that point towards things like this, you know, existing. I mean, how many times have you seen like those videos uh, of like those balls in the sky, like the glowing balls that are just kind of moving around like boop, 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 just kind of in the sky, just moving in a in a way that you that would not be able to be recreated by, a, you know, a man-made craft. And then it just it stops and it just and it's gone. It just shoots out of out of out of view how many times have you seen, have we seen those things? And, and people are like, ah, it's probably something else. It's probably this, it's probably this, but like you look at it and you're just like, I can't explain what that is. And like, the whole, like, you know, UFO, it literally stands for unidentified flying object. And that is exactly what that is, what is that you're seeing. <laughs> like you can't, you, we cannot say definitively what that is. I mean, even now we, we have the, the Pentagon like released like footage from a, a, a fighter pilot that like was basically chasing something. A craft that he he was like oh what is this thing he started chasing it and a lot of people are like oh is, they, they were saying it was like a bird or you know something that like wasn't there they anything but nobody wants to admit that that it's like oh maybe it's aliens but the the thing that that was really uh interesting to me about that is that whatever that thing was was actively jamming the like tracking system on his plane and like that's not like something that could like that's not like a malfunction that's not something that he like was like oh like i hit the wrong button and it's like not working like it's something that that thing had to actively like do and that's like also an act of war technically so not like that they're coming to war with us but like if that was like if like let's say that was you know north korea or something like testing out a, a craft and by by them actively jamming their their systems like that's that would be considered an act of war, and I don't think that anybody would would want that but i'm i'm going I'm getting completely off to, off topic now but
1: no uh. i mean that that's the topic <laughs> we're talking about, and obviously this really like highlights that your interest in it and like it's not something that you just kind of read a a book on last week and are now like obviously this has been a long time passion for you and i think it really speaks to your your openness um you're not closed minded at all you're very you're very like all possibilities are on the table until they're off and i think the world needs a lot of people like that 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 are going to consider things that other people are just not there's like well i don't see anything that's a like a fact so i don't believe it and i think this and this is quarantine jeremy what he does now <laughs> Um, I've been watching um, a YouTube channel called Legal Eagle. I don't know why I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> um, but uh, one thing that they they always say is like in movies, there's always like this like magical piece of evidence that proves the guilt or proves his innocence. Mm-hmm. It's like this without a shadow of doubt. This is what happened because there's one piece of evidence. But then he always says like that doesn't exist. It's always a collection of evidence that kind of builds together to prove your case it's never one thing and i think that's like people need to think about like in the rest of the world like if there are aliens on earth right now we're not just it's we're not just going to see an alien walk down the street and identify that's an alien from another world and they have mad they have technology we don't have like there's going it's going to be a collection of little things like the video that the the fighter pilot, it's going to be all these stories from all these different people, like photographs and things like that. I mean, and maybe we'll find like all of a sudden a uh, we'll we'll find an alien craft, you know, crash onto a beach somewhere and we'll find it. But I mean, there's no guarantee that will actually that'll ever happen. So it's it's finding these little little piece of information that they'll allow us to kind of get the full story uh, i think that's what you're doing with like what you're looking up and and also the fact that you're not saying this is definitely true
0: oh yeah no no absolutely uh it's and it's funny i'm sorry i was like i was trying to pull this up exactly to so i don't fumble my my words you said you talk about like oh like if they ever like say like oh we we found something or found this is actually like i'm trying to find the exact article but i think this might be close stuff for the pentagon so i was i referenced before about the uh, the video that the us navy released of of the thing that the guy was was chasing uh and that's pretty crazy like if you if anybody wants to go look that up just look up us navy uh ufo video, ufo video on on youtube and you could see the the actual footage of you know that they filmed from the the plane but the the pentagon has also said like late, recently that they're prepared to release more information in regards to you know UFOs and stuff and one such thing and that the New York Times is is speculating or not speculating they're saying that that the Pentagon is basically going to announce soon that hey we found crafts on this planet that are not of this world they they basically are they they're about to release information saying that we found something we found stuff here that isn't made here that's that is almost verbatim uh what they said in the article and i think like especially now like with, with the the turmoil in our in our country and in our world that i think they probably like somebody probably thought that this is this is the time. This is the time to talk to, to finally talk about this because, I I mean this could this could really unite people, you know the the idea that that they're not not like a you know, united united against a common enemy, not like that but I mean more like, like listen like we are definitively going to say like s- s- supposedly def- definitively going to say that there is life outside of our world and we need to get our shit together so you know because like if we ever want to like you know learn more about our planet or even like our, our solar system or the universe and we need to get our shit together because if if we're gonna make contact we you know we're fucking tearing ourselves apart here but um i always kind of like i've talked about that with people before i, I was like hey man if 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 aliens came down Like today and they were just like yo I want to take you with us like you'll you'll totally be you know taken care of food water you know you'll you will live out the rest of your days totally fine with us and we'll teach you all the secrets of the universe you know take you all around everywhere take you to different planets uh, but you can never come home and you can never see your friends and family again and I'm like would you would you jump at that opportunity and everybody I ask always says no but I'm like, I would, I would, without a, within a heartbeat, I would, I would definitely do it. I think. Wow. <laughs> that's I'd, a little I'd, crazy. <laughs> I'd probably be in that group that would say no.
1: Cause I think I'm definitely not the, the person that's going to be the first person to jump off a bridge and bungee jump. I'm going to definitely watch five people do it and make sure it's safe before I do it. <laughs> um, but you're definitely one that I think you put, and I think this, you can tell me if I'm right, but there are a lot of like you. You're the type of person that in life you're not. You don't ever go half-ass in anything. It's very much, oh, I'm going to do this, or I'm just not going to do this.
0: When it comes to things that I'm passionate about, I think definitely in that in that same mind frame. I mean, like it's it's hard. Like that, I've had a lot of int- I have and have had a lot of interests in my life that I've, I've unfortunately kind of just like, you know, oh, I was really into doing this and like, I kind of just fell out of it. I just don't, I just don't think I was very passionate about it, but I mean like you look at wrestling, you know, I was, I'm very passionate about wrestling and I've done as much as I can to, you know, to, to go as far as I can, you know, with, with the outlet that I have with running freelance too. like everything that i I've put in my heart and soul, blood sweat and tears into that company and like have help build it to what it is now. And, and it's awesome. And anything that I ever want to do with that, I, I just, I do it. Like, I don't think about, Oh, I don't think about logistics ever. That's like partially my downfall, but I, I just go, okay, I have this vision in my head of something that I want to do. I am going to do everything in my power to make that happen. And usually it does. But I mean, especially, like, and especially with alien stuff, like we're talking about this, I'm just, I think at, at the end of the day, I'm mostly passionate about knowledge and learning. Like I'm, I'm constantly like uh, in my free time, I'll, I'll usually I'll be on YouTube and it's like, what am I going to watch? Well, I could watch these like wrestling videos or like, you know, whatever else. But most of the time I'm watching videos that are just like, here's the, a video like the history of Japan. Or like, here's the history of like you know, the development of the, the colonial, um, in, you know, colonies during the colonial age. A lot of history videos. Like I'm constantly like, I, I don't know. I don't know this. I want to learn more about this. Let me watch this video about this. And, you know, I just I, I constantly I I was a good student in high school and just in school in general, um, but very only in, in topics that I, you know, that I was interested in, you know, science. Uh, being one of them and I think that's that's what, what helps drive my passion with like uh, learning about aliens or uh, in space or anything like that you know there's just so much unknown information that I that I just want I want to I want to know it all <laughs> yeah I mean in space is like as humans we know so
1: little about it I think there's two things that humans know so little about and it's space and the deep sea Mm -hmm. because it's just they're just so difficult to to physically observe and like get out there and space itself is so vast i mean it's an ever growing we'll never get to the edge of space because we are we stop. we started too late like it just keeps growing faster than we
0: can get there it's like i don't even think like any like we can't like fathom that like the idea that like it like you look up into the sky at night or even during the day. But at night specifically because you can see the stars. <laughs> um those stars are like so far away. Like like the idea of a light year isn't even like on my like on my radar. Like people be like, "Oh, it's like 400 light years." And it's like sorry, like I mean, I know that's a long way away, but I don't like I have no we have no concept of of that measurement really, but like the idea that that we can see these stars that are like even our own sun I think it's crazy like I was at the beach and like I'm laying there and I'm just like roasting and I'm like this is kind of insane that this that the sun is like millions of miles away from where I am and it is fucking burning my skin like that is crazy that is in that is an insane amount of power that it is generating to do that and the fact that we can see all these stars in the sky that are millions of light years away. And even like the idea that, that the light that we are seeing is actually millions of years old because that's how long it takes the light to get to us to see. I'm like, that's so cool. That's so cool to think about that. And like the idea of look, looking up into the sky and just looking. And if you like, let's say I jumped and I just shot up into the sky and like flew. And if I just kept going, I would literally just keep going in, until i hit something but like yeah the idea that like there is no edge of space like it just keeps going like i like how like how is that possible <laughs> i don't and like it's i don't want to go off completely off the rails here but like even like the idea of like the universe starting like every like like science tells us that you know every every action has like a reaction the the beginning of the universe like it just happened but like what made it happen you know like it's stuff like that that that, those are the things that i think about those are the things that i love talking about and like and just speculating is the fun part because like there is no wrong answer you know i mean obviously the the leading theory is is the big bang um that there was just an explosion and the universe happened but like for me, like I think about that and I'm like, what, like, so what, like, but how did that explosion happen? Like who did that? Did some, did somebody do that? Something do that? Or, you know, it's, it's, there, there is no, there is no wrong answer, but there is no right yeah. answer.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I think there is a wrong answer, but we'll never know what it is. Like that's, I mean that <laughs> we'll never know what the right answer is.
0: <laughs> we could, we don't, we don't know. Maybe that, in like a thousand yeah. years we'll have the we'll have the technology to to be able to like measure like dark matter or some shit like that yeah. to realize like uh, i don't know like yeah i mean, that
1: that's i mean that's the the magical part of all this is like you're right one day humans might know if if we can keep our shit together long enough to make it there <laughs> but then again, humans aren't that old like humans can get wiped out and whatever takes over the earth might figure that out. Or creatures from, it seems rude to them creatures, living (laughs) beings from some distant place might be doing the same discovery and they might discover something. Like I think the people that say like there's 0% chance that there are extraterrestrials out there. There's living that we are the only living beings in the entire universe. I think even the most statistical focused scientists out there will say very likely that there's other living beings in the universe.
0: Yeah, it's incredibly like fucking human, I guess, but very like egotistical to just kind of uh, to assume that we are the only intelligent life out there. Like, I just I refuse to believe that. Like, I I just was it a but was it a happy accident that we even exist maybe that's also possible but i mean i don't think so yeah and i think i i i i I I know we've probably gone like probably too long at this point but I'll, i'll leave you with this last bit of the have you ever heard the idea of interdimensional beings or extra sorry extra dimensional
1: I mean, not that specific term, but I'm I'm sure I've been exposed to what you're gonna say, but definitely share with the audience.
0: So this whole idea is is it kind of takes the whole idea of like aliens and UFOs to like a whole another level of crazy. But I find I, I also but I'm saying like I find it like incredibly fascinating that that somebody could even like think of this idea. Is it's the idea that there like there are no aliens, there are no UFOs. Per se, in the in the classic sense, um, but rather humanity at a certain point reaches uh, a level of like transcendence that we figure out a way to travel f- through time, ish, uh, but more 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 lines more along the lines of traveling dimension interdimensionally, and these aliens, quote unquote or UFOs are actually humans from another reality that have figured out a way to pass through. And that's why they, you know, they look a certain way to people. They look different. Um, But it also um, the, um, the idea that it kind of ties into um, the idea of when people see ghosts as well, they're seeing like, Oh, I saw this lady in like eight, you know, 1800s clothing or like, You know, this weird, weird stuff that we see that is unexplainable, that these are actually like places where the veil of reality is kind of thinner. And what you're seeing is actually just like real life happening at the exact same time as it's happening with with where you are, just on another dimensional plane. And that's kind of the idea of how like time really works is that time is time. Any point in time is happening right now at the exact same moment, just in, in different dimensions. And that, that is probably one of the craziest things that I've ever heard, but it's also one of the more uh, exciting ideas of that. Like, if we figure out a way to kind of puncture through these different dimensions and, and you know we could go back and, and visit different points in time and stuff like that, but maybe we already have, and that is, that is the aliens that we are seeing. Wow. That's, and I'll leave it
1: at like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is next level. But that's, I mean, it's really interesting to to think about. And I think, again, this really just speaks to your, your openness and like your wonder and like always seeking knowledge, like you mentioned. I really think that, that like all this kind of drives down to like who you are as a person. Crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, Hey, they, the, some of the great thinkers in history, they called crazy at some point. So you never know.
0: I appreciate that. Thank yeah,
1: you. No problem. Um, but yeah, as we kind of, kind of finish off here, this is a podcast and I've been trained that at the end of podcasts, um, you get to plug whatever you want to plug. Um, and you actually um, are, have someone, you know, something that you've, you have multiple things you can plug You're a public person. So go away, say whatever you want to <laughs> say, what you want. all I'll, I'll million listeners I have to this podcast
0: to the millions <laughs> and millions. yeah no I I, uh, I am a very public person probably more public than I should be but um yeah if if uh if you liked listen to uh to my voice I have a podcast as well it's uh called my violet tendencies uh it's on every podcast thing I think but uh yeah, you can find that uh on there. Just search My Violet Tendencies. You can follow my Twitter account for the podcast. is my violet podcast. My personal Twitter at the Matt T-H-E-M-A-T-T-K-N-I-C-K-S. I have merchandise for sale, both of my own and for the podcast. Uh they're available at Pro com slash Matt And I'm doing a thing. I'm trying just trying to get people to buy shirts, but more so I, any shirt that I have that I have sold and that I will sell for the rest of the year and probably forever, I'm taking the, the total proceeds and I'm matching that amount and I'm donating those proceeds to a different charity uh, every month. And uh, every month I'm going to be releasing a different parody uh, design uh, off of different bands that I like uh, just cause I think it's fun and funny and it's stuff that I think is cool. And I know a lot of people get annoyed by parody designs. So I'm specifically doing this because of those people. But yeah, no, I mean, like, if you want to help out, um, you know, I, it's, especially now during COVID times, it's been really hard for, for a lot of people. And thankfully, I, you know, I've been working throughout this entire pandemic. So I want to just give back to, to people in need, you know. And, and I'm, I think I'm going to specifically look more towards... Uh, Different charities, specifically in Chicago, because this is our home. This is our city. We got to look after each other. We are, um, they're my brothers and sisters. So, but yeah, if you want to do that, I'll post up the links uh, on my social media, but also I'll include, you know, just a donation link. If you just want to donate and you don't even care about buying a shirt, that's totally cool. You know, all the money's going to the right place.
1: Well, that's very cool. I think it's also important with the, I mean, again, we're recording this at the end of July this will probably go up sometime in august but i think the the national conversation about chicago has been a very negative one so i think mm-hmm. as as residents of chicago i think it is important that we kind of highlight that we're not a broken city i mean obviously any city needs help and that's what you're doing for, doing but it's not like we're in the middle of world war 3 on the streets of chicago like
0: mm-hmm. chicago
1: chicago is doing all right
0: i we're mean make, we're making do we're strong people we don't let uh let a little bit of hard, uh, we don't let a little bit of hardship bring us down
1: yeah absolutely and and, and a lot of ways chicago is doing better than a lot of other places so i mean i'm very grateful that we're here but obviously in this time we're we're wishing well to everywhere else that is struggling right now hopefully this podcast brings a little bit of joy to you if you've listened this far i just want to <laughs> i want to thank you again you can reach this podcast i on all social media. If you just search, what do you like podcast on all social media platforms, you should be able to find it. You can, if you have any questions or anything, you can email me directly at Jeremy at what do you like podcast.com. Um, that should work again. This is a new, so I, all this stuff might not work. Um, <laughs> it'll work. It'll
0: work. I know. So, I believe in you.
1: I mean, right now, again, this is going to come out to me in August as you record right now. I'm trying to figure out how to get in all of the major podcast things. Hopefully you're listening to it on either iTunes, Stitcher, but again, Mad Nix, it's been a pleasure, a really thrilling conversation. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think we learned a lot about, obviously we learned a lot about alien theories, but also we learned a lot about you and like what really drives you. And that's kind of the goal of this podcast. Um, <laughs> And I believe, uh correct me if I'm wrong, this might also be released on your podcast feed.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dump it on there as well. So
1: anyone that is a fan of my violet tendencies and it's violet like the color. Yes. Uh, consider giving us a listen. Podcasts, none of the podcasts are gonna be just like this. That's the unique thing about the what do you like podcasts, is every conversation gonna be different because every person's different. So Definitely give us a listen. Give us a follow um, if you're interested. But again, thank you again, Matt Nix, um, and everyone thank else you for having me. Absolutely, everyone else. We'll see you next time.
0: that in <laughs>